I'm Sam Mitchell, and these are my... Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hi folks, having a good day today, and let me be the first to welcome you to Autism Rocks and Rolls. Now, before we begin, I must know that I'm not Dr. Psychiatrist. If you're starting to diagnose with autism, please see a physician. I always be based on my experiences. I also have some pay for the following. I'm going to give a shout out to Farm Bureau. I'll just give a big thank you to my man, Brandon Barrett at Farm Bureau in Bedford, Indiana. He also gave a very generous donation to help me build my podcast and business. Visit them there today for all your insurance needs. Please check out Castro Kids as well. Brandon and his wife run this fishing chair and have helped many kids over the years. And I'm giving a wagon wheel. Welcome our newest sponsor, Wagon Wheel in Bloomington, Indiana. They're your local shop, steakhouse, and caterer. They have the largest variety of made-in-house products and you will find in southern Indiana along with their house-made deli side dishes and salads and lunch meats as well. They also make eight different flavors of marrieds. And guess what, folks? They also have DoorDash now, which is kind of a cool feature to add. And I give them to Steve Miller and Angel Shear. These two have been behind me 100%. Check out Stephen Miller Tax Service today in Bloomington, Indiana. I know tax season is over. There are late filings too. This tax service will take care of you, so make sure to call them. And again, one of Patty Daner. I would like to tell you something about my very cool friend, Patty Daner, editor of the Green County Daily World newspaper in Green County, Indiana. Her art, Prismatic Juxtapositions, is an explanation of color and light by Patty Daner and Eric Wolf, two friends and abstract artists showing their own works as well as collaborative pieces which blend the two styles the show will run through the month of June at the Carnegie Heritage and Art Center in Linton, Indiana. Good luck, Patty. We definitely love you. And I have given a Christy and Arthur James Friels at Pals, People and Animal Learning Services in Bloomington, Indiana, on Ellen Road. It is truly a hidden gem in Indiana. Check them out. But I also want to give a thank you to my vocal rehabilitation counsel, Carol Phillips in Linton, Indiana. She has helped me get ready for college, and I can't wait to go. And I give to a very good friend of mine, Peanut, his family, and is in our thoughts and prayers for sure. Peanut is my sponsor at the Little Blues Tattoos. This family has had a tragedy recently, but I will not say more due to the respect of the privacy of Peanut. But please keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Now, there are some people I'd like to thank. During a networking event, we met a very special man, Charles Johnson, the homeless poet. Mr. Johnson not only has a 23-year-old son with autism, but just signed for a few minutes, we could tell he has overcome much in life and is very inspirational. Please check out his book on Amazon called Are You Okay? I got mine the other day. The idea for the book came from a memorable conversation he had with a person that really did listen to him. They told him he should write a book, so he did. This is a book of poetry, and I highly recommend that you read it. Mr. Johnson is also an artist, sells prints. Check out his Facebook page called The Homeless Poet. Lastly, Mr. Johnson told us that he is a Christian life coach and helps people with time management. We are excited to receive the prints he is sending us and to see where the collaboration goes. So check out our new friend. But also, check out Carl Ellison. Check out his business website at ltraingraphics.com. We asked you using his service for a shirt, PSA, animating, and that's regarding autism, rocks, and rolls. We will potentially use him for a longer documentary in the future. He can put together any type of video that you would like. And I want to spend a couple minutes actually talking about PALS a little alarm because PALS is a nonprofit therapeutic writing center for people with disabilities, veterans, senior citizens, and at-risk youth. The therapeutic power of horses can offer many physical, emotional, and social benefits for a diverse population. We have toured the grounds and my mom and I were very impressed with the kindness of the staff, how clean the grounds were and the love these people have for their clients and animals. When I read the PALS mission on their website, I realize that our missions are actually basically the same. PALS wants to promote the quality of life, better health, 
and empowerment by providing therapeutic programs with horses. But listen to this. They also want to provide a caring, safe, but also challenging environment. They want to foster growth and individual achievement of all participants that will enable them to reach their highest potential. The keywords here are highest potential. Like my podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls, Hal is trying to show that no matter what, human beings have something to offer in society and that will help them show no matter what they can do. Human beings have something to offer society and that will definitely help them to show what they can do. Our audience is not only similar, but we are both trying to change the world one lesson and one episode at a time. But also make sure to join in on PALS on Facebook Live on July 7th, Saturday. Here I will get the full writing experience from PALS, and after the lesson, you can ask us questions and interact with the animals for free. The address is 764 Road, Bloomington, Indiana. The event starts at noon. Come and visit PALS. Now, folks, we'll get started here, but right now we got to hear about a tax service, so make sure to stay tuned, folks. Stephen R. Miller. CPA in Bloomington, Indiana will take the stress out of your tax preparation and filing. With over 35 years of experience, he is knowledgeable, friendly, and will help you reach your goals of minimizing your taxes without having to spend days reading through dry, technical, and difficult materials. Mr. Miller will prepare your forms and meet with you prior to filing to make sure that you know what to do and when to do it. Stephen Miller and Assistant Angel Shearer will make sure your tax prep is easy. See them today at 205 North College Avenue in Bloomington, Indiana. Tax season is right now and not around the corner. Call Stephen Angel at 812-332-0557 or email at stmillercpa at gmail.com. Do it now and don't wait until the last minute to do your taxes. All right, folks, and we're back. And yes, please be sure to check out their taxers as they will help you out. Now, today we actually have a very special treat for you today. I'm really excited to try this out. My friends, Mr. James Cox, is going to join me today, but we're going to try something a little different. It's not going to be an actual interview. We're going to call this a crossover episode because when words fail, music speaks, and autism rock rolls have finally came together. James is the host of that very awesome podcast, when words fail, music speaks. I highly recommend you check out his work, as I should say. And as the podcast does not only dive into the deep world of music, but it shows that music can often help those suffering from depression or can just uplift a person on a bad day. I know you has been a healing power for myself, and I cannot wait to get into this conversation with James. Thank you for being here, James, and how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. Is there any opening remarks you'd like to say? Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me to your show. And I couldn't wait So to tell you how much I was looking forward to this conversation. I actually thought our talk today was two weeks ago. And your manager said, nope, it's it's two weeks from now. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm just too excited. No, yeah. I get, I'm, I'm glad you're excited. So yeah, man. let's start it. So let's start with this. I got it here. So name some of your favorite bands. Oh my God. Well, I can go on and on and on, but I'll give you at least five bands that I listen to right now. Chris Stapleton is a country artist. Uh, Luke Combs, um, Jennifer Nettles, Demon Hunter, and Black Label Society. They're all great bands. I enjoy Chris Stapleton myself. I like a couple of his songs. My two favorites that he has are Starting Over. That's a good one. And yeah. then... Uh, Midnight Train to Memphis. Have you heard of that one? I think so. There, man, there's like so many songs out there. It's hard, it's hard to keep track of. But he has one out now called called Arkansas. It's a fantastic song. You should really listen to it. I think you'll really dig it. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Arkansas. Ar- Ar- just Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. I will definitely check that out. Is yeah. it like a fast beat one or is it like a slow beat kind of? It's more like a faster type of Southern, yeah, like a rock song, but not really... Not really too slow, not really too fast, just keeps up the pace with everything. Oh. So you'll really dig it. I've checked a couple of your episodes. So basically, I checked the episode with a transition of butt rock. So let me ask, what the heck is butt rock? So butt rock is a uh, thing that my 
co-host Blake Mosley came up with. It's basically everything but rock because most of these bands don't play rock and roll anymore. Like Nickelback, a lot of people hate on the band for, for not playing rock and roll to play like poppy stuff. So that's what the whole wow. uh, episode was, was based around. Wow, that's very interesting, I gotta say. I didn't even think of that. And Nickelback's one of my favorite bands, unfortunately, but also fortunately. Right, yeah. Their albums are very good, but the reason why they get more hate than anything else they, as they're coming, he makes them play, like, makes them play singles that are not very rock and roll type, you know? Yeah, I don't see a problem with transitioning, but you got to have a full transition. You can't do, I mean, I'm glad that there are pop punk artists in this world, but stick to pop punk. Don't try to go to rock to country, rock to rap. But it would, but it does work sometimes. Like, you, if you take Pootie and the Blowfish, right? They were a rock band. But Darius Harker is now a, is, 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 a, is a good country artist. So he's that doing, is definitely uh, true, man. He's doing but fantastic in, just, that, in that genre. Yeah, that's so true because music, I mean, it's just so real. It's To me, I love music because it kind of resembles media. And I want to do me when I get out of school. So yeah. music definitely resembles me because of all the soundboards, all the little tricks they got to do. Right. Make it perfect. I just find that fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you got to do what you love, you know. Oh, you got to do what you love, or otherwise you're not going to be happy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I started this podcast because my friend thought that I should start this podcast because one, he he knows that I really love music and I know a lot about it, and I do, but I don't know everything about it. <laughs> so, um, basically, I, I, I we started this podcast because I have depression and my co-host like has depression, and we just want everybody to enjoy something for an hour and take your mind off the pain or. Or the angst, you know, and uh, just have a moment of, I, I, I guess, bliss, you know, for, for just as long as our podcast goes, you know. Sure, definitely, oh. because like you said, you've had depression, but that music takes it away. It what, does. what about music takes your depression away, if you don't mind me asking? See, that's the, that's a, that's a hard question because with me, if I had to feel depressed, I, I, I automatically go to my music. That's 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 the number one thing that I always go to first, and I play either Luke Combs or Chris Stapleton now, and I, I I don't know what happens because it just, it just washes my washes it away. You know, it's it's really a explanation that I can't give you right now. So I, I, I got I understand. Let me let me tell you about me. Why music helps me so much because it helps with social anxiety for me. Like every time I before I do something like before this. I had to listen to a song, period. But the reason why it helps me with social anxiety and why it helps me with other stuff, you know what it makes? It can make a story. It could be a story that you can hear and the artist is telling or a story of, of a creation, of creating your own story. Exactly. Definitely, in my opinion. But that's too, but, and it's the fact that's different beats. That's so cool too. I mean, you know, I mean, have you ever like, like this may sound kind of odd, but have you ever envisioned when you were listening to a story, have you ever thought about like, creating a story with, when you listen to your music. I ever thought about when you listen to a Chris Stapleton song of a story? Does it remind you of anything or? Okay, so, I, so I'm a very, I'm very interested in movies and I find that most of the movies aren't exactly go with the movie instead, you know. There are songs like like I thought that they would be better for the movie, but no, I, I, I haven't really came up with the story on my own. That's a very incentive thing that you put me on right there. Yeah, I mean, that just helps me with like, coping stuff. I didn't know if that did with you or not, but 
I was right. just spitting that out. And I'm just like you, because right before this interview, I listened to Sugarland, you know, to calm my nerves and stuff. I, 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 by no means am, am I not nervous, but I do that with, with all my interviews that I do. Because on the podcast, we do interviews with 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 musicians. And I've gotten some musicians that I, that I really like. Yogi Watts from Demon Hunter, he's he's a drummer. Demon Hunter was, was my favorite uh, metal band uh, back in college. You know, they're a Christian metal band. I was ecstatic when I got to talk to him. But before every interview that I do, I always listen to music to, to calm down my nerves. Yes, exactly. And it's not the fact that I'm nervous, really, about doing the interview. It's not that at all. I got social anxiety, but that's for another episode. <laughs> right. But it's because I want to make sure I say the right thing for me. I'm going to make uh, sure I'm not being too honest and blunt. And see, one, too honest versus bluntness for more information on that. But I'm listening to music because it's going to put me in the mood on and tell me what to say. Now, mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, have you ever been to like any like musical museums, like music attractions at all? Musical museums, I have not. I, I've never been to the to the, to the uh, um, history of rock and roll museum. Uh, that's something that I was wanting to go to. So uh, I'm not even kidding. I went there last year before this pandemic struck. I did best, you? best ever. Nice. That's the best museum alive. Here's the deal, and I don't like to go to museums again. I haven't told my mom this yet. I want to go again. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard it was crazy insane with all the, with all the memorabilia and, and actual instruments that that artists played with, you know? Yeah. They have Ray Charles sunglasses, Michael Jackson's outfit he wore during his time in Jackson 5. I mean, all sorts of that memorabilia. And I was like, I was in heaven, man. I was, yeah. really was. I didn't, I didn't want it to stop. I was like, just keep going, keep going, keep going, man. Did you bring home any souvenirs? Yes, I did, actually. Well, it was between two things. I brought um, an ACDC hat first. Nice. Uh-huh. And then okay. I brought a wooden sign, like a small wooden sign. And it said, right. long live rock, because it was that, that was kind of like a big science down the front. And because I'm a big fan of rock, I had to get that. But I almost, I, I didn't want to because of the, it was really expensive. Or right. it was really high. I thought, well, this is crap. Right. I almost bought like like the like a Hall of Fame case of like for the from the decade, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. I, but then I looked, I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, no way, Jose. I'll tell you a little funny thing about uh, HDDC that that I've uh, been a part of. Um, uh, this was back when I was in high school, I think, right? And it was just after ACDC Ball Breaker album released. They haven't released an album in years, you know. When when the heck are ACDC? Is gonna release a new album this they year. They did. Have you checked out I, the Power Up one? That was the that I, was the good one. Oh yeah, yeah. But the yeah, but this one was the one after Ballbreaker, but stiff up lip. And the day that I asked myself when are they gonna release it, I turned on the TV. MTV came on and it was announcing new record by ACDC, Stiff Up Lip. I'm like, that's that's awesome, you know, because because I was wondering when they were gonna do it. And the day that I asked myself if they were going to do it, they did. And the power of their, their, their newest album is amazing. It's I got, I got on a vinyl record. Now, on that album, which is the best? I don't know. That's a good question. I think for Wait. me, it would have to be um, just kick you when you're down. That's the best. Yeah. She's dead on a wall. That stuff. Yeah. Shot in the Dark's pretty amazing, too. Oh, but um, Yeah, Shot but, in the Dark's pretty cool. Yeah, but see, the thing with ACDC is never the music sucks. It's all great stuff. No matter, no matter what they do, it's amazing. Yes, you know? they have that rich, like, ah, you know, voice like that. Yeah, like that. Right. 
larynx deep voice is the way to put it yeah um the band acdc really looked like that whenever they got brian johnson to fill in for bon scott you know i mean the guy's just insane with these vocals yeah it's just insane with that band how they just keep evolving and evolving right pretty cool if i say myself and you know you were talking about movies earlier so out of curiosity, what would say like be like the best song they ever put in a movie? That's a great question. Colorful by the Verve. I, it's either the Verve or the Verve Pipe. I always get them confused. But I don't know if you saw the movie called Rockstar, the one with my, the one with Mark Wahlberg. I haven't. I may oh. have if I saw, but I, but I, I need to look at it like yeah, that's visually. A, that's a must watch. Yeah, that's a much must watch because it goes through. Um, I think that movie is loosely based on Ripper Owens. I'm um, getting the job singing for Judas Priest. And that, and, the, and that movie is loosely based on it. But at the end of the movie, Chris, the you know, Mark's character, sings a song, Colorful, by The Verb. It's a very, very, very moving and touching song. I think you would, I, I think you would really dig that whole movie. I'll check great. it out. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of movies. I'm a more of a TV series guy. Always have been. I, I don't know why. I just yeah. am. Yeah. But I'll definitely check it out. And I also want to get your views on something as well with rock and roll. Do, yeah. do you know a while back ago, rock and roll was getting protested, right? By, no. Oh, you didn't. Oh, huh. I need to explain this. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, when I went there, people didn't want rock and roll at first right. because they thought I was worshiping the devil. That's what I'm talking about. So okay, let me yeah. ask you, what, what are your thoughts on that? On, on the rock and roll being protested. I don't think it's worshiped by the devil. I don't think, I, I don't believe that, you know, I don't think it's worshiped by the devil. I think it's music is touching like everybody's souls. So if rock and roll moves you to the extent that you don't want to harm yourself or do any harm to anybody else, I don't find that to be, you know, the, de- the devilish type. I so, don't, I don't either because right. rock and roll, I mean, even though it's this high energetic and you're screaming like, right, like them. Yeah. He's still not hurting. I mean, as long as no one's getting hurt, what's the problem, really? I mean, yeah, he, you're screaming, yeah, but maybe screaming is music, and we just not aren't seeing that. Yeah, because I heard, because I heard, uh, um, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, I think Osborne was, um, he, he, I don't think he was, he was being uh, questioned by his music because he had one song called Suicide Solution uh, back in the 80s. And uh, I think uh, some, some guy's uh, um, child accidentally murdered himself and the, the dad blamed it on that song. And Ozzy said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not writing anything about killing yourself. And I guess the dad heard the lyrics wrong and, you know, it just blew up thing. But, but uh, I, I, I never got a fine or whatever, you know. That's And that's good he never got fined. Yeah. But, you know, those ones about suicide are the most powerful ones. That's the one giving you a message. If you right. Have you ever heard of um, Logic? Have you heard of him before? He's yes. a new rapper. Yeah. Have you ever heard of 1-800? It's the suicides. Yes. Oh, that's a great one. Powerful song, it's, yeah. It's powerful, A. B is talking about suicide. Right. For sure, but... But you know, it's on how to get help for suicide thoughts. Exactly. And, yeah. it's, and no, there's no harm in that. I mean, yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a pretty dark song, granted. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But... Well, you talk about suicide, and suicide is like the final destination to your life. So, oh, of course, it's going to be dark, but then again, he helps you by telling, hey, man, you can call this number, you know, and they'll help you out with anything you want to. You know, you exactly. want to that or, you know, yeah. Exactly, man. Now, I was questioning, I'm looking at your shirt over there, and it says... Metal, metal. It says all your shirts. Why don't you explain that shirt for me? I hear gothic, I hear doom, I see funeral. Yeah, okay, so 
I don't know if you heard this YouTube star by the name of Jared Dines. I haven't. Okay, yeah, definitely check him out. He's very awesome. He's been doing the musical um, aspect of the of the YouTube forever in a day, it seems like. And he was selling this shirt, and this and this shirt tells you all the genres in metal, you know, because he got subcategories. You got the main category, metal, and then you got subgenres, you know, like like death metal, new metal, speed metal, thrash metal, heavy metal, you know. So this is a shirt that that, that I really liked, and I love metal. So like, I'll buy that shirt, and you know, try to support your diet. I can. I like metal too, but yeah. I have a. I'm picky with it. It can't be what I call trash metal. It can't be like <laughs> awful metal. It's like yeah. I know I saw Patrick Starr doing that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do there. But uh, uh, you're talking about death metal, like uh, bands like Cannibal Corpse and Six Feet Under. Separate. Yeah, Cookie um, Monster, you know, metal. You know. Yeah, exactly. Have you heard of? Um, Necrophagist, or it's spelled N-C-R-O-P-H-A-G-I-S-T. I don't know if you heard of that band. I can't say the name yeah, right. I am not. Okay. Check out their song, Stab Wound. Okay. It's metal, but it's good metal. I think what's a, what's a really kick-butt band is Necro Goblicon, right? Yeah, that's so, how you say it. That's what I'm trying to go for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Necro Goblicon. Yeah. I got a few of their records. I talked to one of their uh, guitarists, Alex, from Necro Gavicon, and I'm in talks about talking to John Gavicon, the goblin of the band. So I might interview him sometime soon. It's going to be oh, great. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I've interviewed some artists too, actually, believe it or not. I've interviewed, have you ever heard of Mr. James Durbin? Yes. He was on the um, American Idol 2011. Yes. I've yes. interviewed him. He was I, awesome. That was my favorite guest of all time. Nice, yeah. He still is. It, a couple of his songs are really good. It's uh, Love Me Bad. That's a good one. I love that one. Mm. And then, no, I don't think this one's an underrated. I wish people would hear this one because it's a good one. It's called Smackdown by James Durbin. I've not heard that one. i got to listen That's to another it. one you can check out. Well, the cool thing is I've actually learned through some research, James Durbin and I are actually huge fans of professional wrestling, like really big fans. I am too. Yeah. I didn't actually not know, but we'll have to talk about some of that later. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, the, the fact that he wrote a song about the wrestling, how much he loved it. The fact that it says the starting words are, welcome to my mind, that's awesome. I thought, yeah. that, you ain't kidding. Welcome to my mind, because it's going to be one spirally loophole, interesting, cool mess. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, James You won't be able to fit the mess in the dumpster, I don't think, half the time. And on the American Idol show or or, or – uh... I think it was American Idol, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The, the the awesome thing about that is he covered a song by Sammy Hagar called Heavy Metal. You know, the, the song called Heavy Metal by Sammy Hagar. And he did that song with, with Zach Wilde, one of my all-time favorite human beings, you know, of uh, of all time in the musical industry. Yeah, so I am I was really impressed that he, he that, uh, they got Zach Wilde to perform with James Durbin. So that's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Who and I've also had she's a like a not like a dark one, but not like a pop one either. It's kind of like an inspirational, like like voice, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. But have you ever heard of and see? Oh, and before I forget, C one twenty five rocking along with James Zerman to reference James Zerman more. But also C one twenty eight, all these for Mandy Harvey for more information on that. But have you ever heard of Mandy Harvey before? She's a she is a very inspirational woman she is a musician but is deaf as well okay i can't hear but she plays like an angel she really oh, nice. i yeah. really wish she could hear her voice sometimes i will check that out um because man i tell you what i'm always listening for some music even in the car 
You know, this is why I think Shazam. Exactly. That's why I didn't want my free time. I'm sometimes I'm just looking for music. I always hear a song. I'm like, who is that playing? So I pull out my phone and uh, in the Shazam it. And there, there it is, you know, so I can say the song. I also want to hear your thoughts on another band, Guns N' Roses. Ah, uh, yes. Guns N' Roses. I love them. Love them. Love, you love them. What's your favorite song out of the ones they make? For me, it's Welcome to the Jungle. For me, it's got to be Civil War. Uh, that song uh, was on. I never heard of that. Yeah, that song was on Use Your Illusion 2. It's a blue album cover. They came out with Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2, I think, a month a month apart and usually religion 2 has the song civil war and that's like bar none i think the best song that they ever made whoa and, and that's saying something if you're telling me that i believe you i gotta check this out now i'm excited yeah. to yeah that's a really good song i will and then i checked out another one recently by elvis I, elvis is another one of my favorites now you're talking about my language because uh, my mom loves elvis oh my favorite Elvis is probably Jailhouse Rock, obviously. Viva Las Vegas. Good song. A new one I found recently, Trouble. Trouble, okay. Yeah. That's well, a good yeah. one. And then Hound Dog. Hound Dog is a good one too. Wolf yeah. Wolf, I guess. And then I checked out a new one just like before this interview as well. It's called CC Rider. Yes, CC. Yeah, man, that's a good song. Now, the, the, the song that I think is all time is I Can't Help Falling In Love With You. I think that's a, that's a full thing. I've heard of it. There's I have one problem with it. It's so slow. It is, but it's a it's a well written song, and 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 the covers that some artists come up with that it's amazing. I, okay, so there's a band called Ice Nine Kills, right? They're 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 a heavy metal band, and they did that cover song, and it's and it's perfect. You know, oh, um, I bet it's perfect, and it sounds perfect too. Yeah, another good song of mine that's that that Mr. Elvis has done. The uh, it's also Jailhouse Rock. Oh. You know, I I love that song to death. That's Sweet. a great song. Yeah, I also got here because you gotta admit, sometimes artists come with the wackiest titles for songs, but they turn out to be really good songs, right? Right. Like here's an example: Nickelbacks has a song called "Coin for the Ferryman." When I first heard that title, I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, I was right. Like, this is gonna be a really bad song. Yeah. I fully admit I was wrong. Right. Yeah, it's a good one, you know. So yeah. let me ask you, what was the wackiest song title you ever heard of, but it was good? Going back to Nickelodeon on their album called Meta, they have a song called Full Body Explosion. Full Body Explosion, okay. Full Body Explosion, that's a very good song, too. You'll, you'll dig it, too. And you thought it was going to be bad, but in the end, it was, like, really good? Yeah, because when you hear about full body explosion, you're like, eh, well, that's not good. That's, <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of bad to have a full body explode on somebody. But that's a pretty kick butt song. I like good. it. Good. Now, what would you say would be like the most impactful song you've ever heard of? Impactful song. That's good. like okay. it's changed your way of thinking. Maybe it related to you. Tell me the most impactful song you ever heard, man. Okay, so you've ever heard a song. One time, and it and it just moves you, but you don't know how to explain it to people. I have a few songs like that. I have Broken Halos by Chris Stapleton. That's a song that I just moved me to no end. And and there was two songs by Eric Church. It's a Buzz Round Here and a song called Talladega. Oh yeah, I've heard Talladega. I like that one. Those songs are really motivational for me in a way that I can't I can't explain it to you right now. No, and that's okay. I understand. Yeah. Probably the one for me, it's that Logic 1-800. For me, like, I don't know why, but after I listen to it, every time I stop and I think. Right. I'm thinking, I don't want to go this route, obviously, and I don't plan on it. Right. But yeah. I keep thinking, this is why I made Autism Rocks and Rolls. Right. right. This is part of the reason. Not fully, but right. part of yeah. the reason why I made Autism Rocks and Rolls. 
are probably partially why there are music podcasts out there like yours. And just think about how how much how many people that song has helped so far. Yeah, I want to meet Logic. I think he has a mental health issue too, but I'm I respect mental health and I'm a mental health advocate, so of course I'm going to yeah. respect it. Definitely, man. Now, is there any like combinations of music that in your opinion don't work? Cuz here's my opinion. I do not like country and rap together. I think it's stupid. I think it's bogus. I think it doesn't work together. I jokingly call it crap because in my opinion, it truly is. Right. Is there any like combo of music genres that in your mind just like do not work? Like if you hear like pop, like pop and punk, you're like, nope. I'm pretty open to all kinds of music, but I don't know about, well, that's a very good question because I don't think, although I never heard it before, I don't think jazz would work with any kind of music except for jazz you don't think so no I can see that I mean, yeah cause, maybe country but i don't think others uh, country jazz might work but but i heard that that music is always not in tune or something i'm not sure i do yeah. like jazz though you know don't get me wrong jazz is awesome you know but put it with something else put it with something else. i don't think it'll work right yeah, yeah. could you match put it with rock it won't quite work out well right yeah Unless there's a certain music, because I had my theme song made by Doc Brass, B-O-K Brass. He's an awesome person. He made my theme song. I wanted it kind of jazzy, like a, like a swing jazz type, and he delivered it so well. So I do think it does work on some levels, but on most levels, I don't think jazz will work. But not like on a full level. I mean, right, right. yeah, I understand. Also, big bands, I don't think it would work with, with anything else. Yeah, exactly. Out of curiosity, you probably listened to some bad songs out of your lifetime and probably have in your life, probably. So let me ask you, what would you think is like a song that's like just not good in your eyes? Because I can tell you mine easily. It's going to sound bad. And I'm not saying I'm not a big fan of Deep Purple, but I have a problem with Smoke on Water. It's too slow. And it's way overplayed. (laughs) I mean, the tone of it is great. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just like. That's just like yeah, it okay. is kind of it is kind of slow. Let's see, bad songs or single songs too that you just thought were just. Well, I thought that anything that Justin Bieber did back when he was coming out was pretty bad, it's horrible. So I guess that works, right? Just oh yeah, just, yeah. Just, I'm not a big fan of Bieber either. Right. And, oh oh oh, perfect. Okay, so I don't I I I can't remember her name. But her last name is Black, I think. Remember that song called Friday? Friday, Friday, gotta get up on Friday. No, I haven't. Don't listen to it. If you come up bad, it's horrible. Aye, aye. Um, Yeah, but she got a lot of flack for it. But I mean, it's okay, I guess, if if you're into that stuff. But I just couldn't. Yeah, it's called Friday. Oh, Rebecca Black. Yeah, I think that's her name. That's bad. It's pretty bad. That's pretty horrible. But um, yeah, Yeah. there there, there are some bad songs out there, like, like Justin Bieber and the, and the Friday song. Other than that, I know I heard some a horrible songs, but I can't think of them right now. I also want to know, like, there are, there are probably some artists who've done, like, covers. Like, in my opinion, who've improved with covers. So let me ask, is there any cover song that you thought was better than the original? Because let me help you out with an example. Okay. So I heard a song recently called Love Me Two Times, and I can't remember the original artist's name, but if you hear it by the original artist's name, it sucks. It's terrible. It's the well, probably not a good song, in my opinion. Probably one of the worst I've heard. But right. you put Aerosmith in the dynamic with it, and it's awesome. Right. So let me ask you, is there a better cover song that you liked 
than the original. Yes. So what we do on uh, on Wind Words Film Music Speaks podcast, we incorporated cover wars. Okay. So what that is is we take two songs covered by two two bands of the same song, and we see and we find out which one's better. You know. They come up with them, and we discuss them, right? So, uh, um, one episode we did it on "Free Falling" by Tom Petty, right? So, so we compared the songs by John Mayer, who, who covered it, and we, I, and and there's a there's a guy called the Almost that also did the cover song, and he almost nailed the song "Free Falling" better than Tom Petty did. And, wow. and my, and my mom, and I'm about to tell my mom that because she loves Tom Petty. I'm yeah. like, brother, I'll be like, nope, almost is better. Yeah, right. Yeah. But there, okay, so I so I know you heard of Pantera, right? Or of who? Sorry. Pantera. 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 Yeah, they're a big metal band. Maybe. Uh, I don't think I've heard of them. Okay. Um, check them out too. They're, they're, they're great. But uh, two bands that did their song, Five Minutes Alone, is I'm not sure if you heard of a band called Nonpoint. Nope. Uh, You're giving me like these new bands. I'm really looking forward to checking them out. I'll be honest. Yeah. So Nonpoint and, uh, I can't think of the other band's name. Oh, wait, hold on. Here it is. Nonpoint and Traders did a cover of Five Minutes Alone by Pantera. Okay. And, I, and my Nonpoint band absolutely played the song. They they made it really, really good, too. That's awesome, man. Now, I was kind of curious. Do you watch, like, talent shows or anything like that, or rarely, or every once in a while? I watch the song called Mask Singer. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I did watch a little bit of American Idol when I was, you know, back in... Against Sumter, so yeah. Well, let me ask you this then. Out of the mass Singer, out of like talent shows you've seen, or the mass Singer, which was like a really good, like, whoa, Nelly, like they nailed that song to a T with just their voice. I can't remember which song it was, but uh, Wayne Brady, you know, the comedian, he has a wonderful voice and he won the first ever mass Singer Award. Okay. The guy can dance, sing, he, he, can, he can do it all. Yeah, so if, if you go to Mass Singer, Singer Season 1, he's the one that dressed like, up like a dog. He's fantastic. Got it. I'll have to check it out. And I yeah. love dogs, too, so it works out, too. I'm a, I'm a big dog guy. I've always been. I don't, are you a big dog guy yourself? Or? I am. I, 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 it's, it's not like I don't like cats, but cats, I'm, I'm definitely allergic to them. So I got to say my distance away from them, but I love dogs. Dogs are oh, my yeah. dog. Dogs are awesome. I, yeah. here's, here's why I like dogs better. And this is my opinion, so no offense to all the cat people out there. <laughs> but in my opinion, cats, they just want attention. You know, dogs, they don't show affection. All they can do is do this. And sure, I mean, right. for a fine, that's all adorable. But after a while, it's like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Dogs, they're more sloppy. Like sloppy, right. but they actually care. And, I, and there's something about them. And I'm kind of a sloppy myself. I mean, I don't dress, I don't dress like complete slopper. But I'm a bit sometimes I'm a sloppy Joe, and I can admire that in a dog. Because that's right. the stuff dogs do I want to do. Like. I'm going to roll in the mud. <laughs> you know, right. I want to just, I'm going to lay in the sun all day. Yeah, and sometimes cats are, cats are jerks too, you know. They're like knock over stuff intentionally. And, and, oh, and, so and you're like, and you yeah. can't discipline them too sometimes. You, all you can do is be like, they really? Won't listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, cats don't listen to anybody, you know, unless unless it's like a well-trained cat, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Cat. I think I think you can train dogs easier than cats because uh, I never heard of a of a drug sniffing cat, you know, like with you know the police police yeah, dogs. Yeah, I, I never heard of that too. But it's actually possible you can train cats, believe it or not. And see one twenty six the big split for more information. But I've heard cats can do hula hoops. Not like not like this, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. Right, but they yeah. can go through hoops, give high fives. Right, yeah. And they're limited, but I think right. dogs can do much more than cats can, in my opinion. But some cats are so sweet, you know, because uh, even though I'm allergic to them, 
I've been around a really, a really nice cat because cats sometimes seem to be like scratching me all the time and they hurt, you know, the claws are really, really sharp. Too. Yeah. That's one thing I don't, I don't like about cats. You never, you know? Hey, I don't want to hear it, man. You never been bitten by a dog. No, I haven't. <laughs> I have not been bitten my, by it a was dog. A my, it wasn't my fault. It was my fault partially. I was trying to get move remove a dead animal from her because when I was younger, I've always, I thought she had a tennis ball. And right. when she was younger, she's old now. She doesn't do a lot other than laying in the sun and be lazy. We yeah. used to we used to fetch the ball. And I've always, since I was little, take it out of her mouth. Well, okay. what happened was I was going to do like usual. At the time, she was sick. I didn't know it. She has allergies to the heat. So right. we give her medicine though for it. And she has a torn ACL as well. But uh-huh. she still lives like a good, she still is like a good pooch. But what happened was I was trying to grab it, like the ball usual, and I thought she jerked away. I thought, hmm, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So I did it again. Then all he goes, and then what happened was I didn't get like, I didn't get like like clamp, but it got like a, like right here, kind of. And I was like, okay. Yeah, you're like I'll never do that again, right? Yeah, I felt bad though because I was so I should have been smart. Realized, okay, it's a dead animal. I need to be more careful now. But at the time, I was yeah. also a kid, so that's people, true. Got to be careful yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but you live and you learn. You know, it's it's a process of life. It is. Now, Jane's gonna ask you to meet yourself again because we're, we're gonna hear about Wellspring Paint Solutions. Hello, everybody. This is Mike Glasscott from the Glass in the Afternoon Radio Program on News Sports Talk ninety eight seven and AM 1370 and WGCLradio.com. And on behalf of Wellspring Pain Solutions, they're happy to partner with Sam Mitchell and the Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast. Wellspring Pain Solutions applauds Sam's mission statement to eliminate the stigma associated with autism. Here's what we want you to do. Check out the website, wellspringpainsolutions.com. You'll find out which of the four locations is closest to you. You'll get a chance to meet their team of providers and all the services offered at Wellspring. When you're there, now the fun really begins. You'll find the link to Sam's website where you'll find all his podcasts, background information on his guests, as well as all the merch in his merchandise store. You'll be amazed. You'll have fun. You'll enjoy it. All we ask you to do is take a listen and spread the word that autism rocks and rolls. All right, folks, and we're back. And don't you be too nervous to meet these fine people. So, James, I also want, do want to talk about your cer- cerebral palsy. So, James, what does having cerebral palsy mean to you? Okay, so my cerebral palsy, I'm born with it since 1980 in, in Austin, Texas. I have a very, very, very mild case of it. And that means that I can walk with the walker now. I can do most things. I'm like, I, I can do everything, but... I can't run or jump. Those seem to be the most hard for me to do. I walk okay. Uh, sometimes I have pains in my legs. That's due to my arthritis now, but I am taking medication for that. So that, that, that helps. Good. I'm glad you, I'm but, glad um, you are. I'm glad you're taking yeah, medicine to help that. I don't, I don't think I want to see you limping all over here. No, no, dude. Arthritis hurts. So if you get it, please take some medication for it. You know, I'll always go to your doctor and have him prescribe some pills for you. Yes, I'll have the- Phoenix do that. I'll- Phoenix already has pills. My dog, who is a torn ACL, I'll give her oh, some no. of pills, yeah. maybe. Right, yeah, but... I don't um, think her pills are sometimes enough. Right, but... No, okay, so I don't know if... Uh, well, oh, oh, okay, so... People can't see your disability, correct? You I can't tell see pretty much. And it's a podcast, Autism Rocks Rolls. It kind of says in the name. Right. So. But, but, but I'm talking about like if you're out, like walking at the mall or somewhere. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, sure. So. I, can, I can explain that. So sometimes 
if I how can I remember this? So the base the best way I can remember is sometimes if I have an autistic if I act autistic. So right. if I be an honest blunt person, then they won't know it. But then I'm like telling like, oh shoot, I am so sorry to offend you. I have autism. Blah 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 blah. I've had right. four. Blah blah blah. Well, see the reason why I brought that up just now is because um I I worked out a lot. Two years ago, you know, I went to the to the gym and worked out some, and they I could tell that 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 the trainer was trying to figure out what I had, and he's like, "Dude, I'm so sorry, but what 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 condition do you have?" I'm like, "Hey, man, it's okay. You could ask anything. You know, I I I, I have several palsy, and you know, I can't walk very well, and I need this walker to help me walk." So, for anybody who who thinks that it's not easy to ask anybody what their condition is, if you see me anywhere, you you could always ask me. What do I have? Because I don't, I do not mind sharing my disability with you. With you. I would rather you ask me instead of just guessing, you know. Because I'm yeah, and that's me too. I'm, I'm I'd an open book. Ask than guess because I don't want you to be like, what the heck is wrong? If ask, right. me, I'm an honest person. Be like, hey, but is are you okay? And I'm like, right. well, here's what's and going I'm, on and all that stuff. Yeah, but see, I, with me, I I would rather you ask me because I'm an open book. I'm a, I'm an open person. Um, you can ask me anything you want. And to, I'm an open know. book too, which is I'm I'm glad you are. Now, how I, do you think a cerebral palsy brain operates? I don't know. I never really asked myself that. I know that I am very creative because I heard that the left side operates the creativity side, and I think the right brain operates the motor. I I, I don't know anything about that. I don't really know how that works, to be honest with you. Sure, I understand. Now, what would you say be the most rewarding and most difficult thing about having cerebral palsy? Back when I was something years old, I had a really hard time accepting the fact that I did have cerebral palsy for a while, you know, but uh, I don't know what, oh, 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 okay, so, so when I lived in Sumter, right, I, I, I always used to hold on to my mom everywhere I went to, right, and, uh, you know, to the mall, to the store, to the school and everything, and she said to me, um, you know, uh, kind of need to, you know, I was not having the walker, even though that I walked with the walker before, way before some moment. And she said, if if you want people to to uh, take you, you know, somewhat seriously, you got to get hold of You can't hold me forever, you know, because I'm not going to be here forever. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to walk her. And I got the walker when I was 22 years old, maybe. And ever since then, you know, I've, I've always walked with one. That was the hardest thing for me, except in the fact that I had cerebral palsy um, back in my 20s. But the easiest thing would be, I don't think there was any easiest thing for me to do. To do. Because everything that I did, I had to work for harder than, you know, the average person. That could be rewarding. Know? I think working harder, it's got to earn yeah. you more respect, to be honest right. with yeah. you, maybe. Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, now it's it's, it's it's just like second nature to me. I don't see it as a disability anymore. It's it's just, it's just me. You know, I you know I walk to how I walk. Yeah. And, and people don't like it. You know, they can. Exactly. And James, if it makes you feel any better, I would have held you, buddy. I would have <laughs> done, you. I would have done you. that for you. I, yes, I wouldn't mind doing that for you. I'm being dead right. serious. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate of it. Of course. I got you back, bub. I, you say you're a big fan of professional wrestlers, so I got to ask the obvious question because I do want to talk some professional wrestling. Now you said that. Who's your favorite wrestler oh, yeah. of all time? Okay. So have you heard of ECW? Yeah, I've heard of ECW. Some I'll know. Some remember I'll know. Right. Okay. So um, uh, remember the wrestler called Rhino? Yes, I've heard of Rhino. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite man of all time, you know? That's awesome. Why do you like yeah, him? Yeah, the way yeah the way he hits the hits hits the hits finisher move the the, the 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 gore as they call it you know because Rhino Rhino gores people and that's a, that's a spear for any 
um wrestler out there who knows what that movie a wrestling is. move the spear yeah yeah the spear yeah yeah so the way the way he hits a person with that spear just it's just one of a kind you know yeah yeah. I did some research, and there's actually a difference between all the spears. I I did some research. Rhino strikes like he like this is imagine this is the person he goes like clap per, hits the person and let's go. And then Bobby Lashley hits a rolling spear, which means he right. like hits him and then rolls on his back. If you notice, oh, and then Goldberg his spear is different. Believe it or not, he doesn't go like higher, like hits the midsection. He hits like the ankles. If you notice, okay. He dives like right. into like the pelvis area. Right. Yeah. And then Edge and Roman, they're the ordinary spearers. They hit like, like normal. But I like yeah, Edge is better because yeah. Roman is or Roman Reigns, who's now like the universal champion for all you non-wrestling fans out there. He just he strikes and he's like like uh, like digs them in. Yeah. I like it more of a flow. I think the spear's meant to be a flow, like like a strike and then mm. and let the person go. Uh, there's a guy on on TNA wrestling called Moose. He has a rolling spear too. Yeah, I've heard he's got, of it. He's got a really really wicked spear too. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the spear is awesome, yeah. man. That's the best. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you have you heard of Drew McIntyre? Yes. Have you heard of the Claymore? Claymore kick? Oh my oh my god, dude, that's fantastic. He uh he Claymored Brock Lesnar three times in a row, and I laughed my butt off. Oh yeah, so Claymore. Happy. The Claymore kick's awesome. That really mm-hmm. is. And then. I like like moves that are unique, kind of. I, like, have you ever heard of, like the move, the hanging jawbreaker before? He kind of like puts him up on the top rope and then drops to his knees. Yes, that's yes. a unique move, and I like those type moves who can get uniquely pain. I forget what move this is called, but it's it's a tag team move, and uh, it's a, it's considered one of the most world, world dangerous moves. Uh, the guy does it like a backdrop, and the other guy plants his head on the mat. And I'm not sure what that move called, but I think they banned that move because I think of like like several people got got injured. Severe, yeah. Injured. What do you think of? Oh, are you talking about the diving headbutt? No. Um, oh, that move is bad. If you yeah. ever watch Dark, have you ever watched Dark Side of the Ring? I have. Oh my God! I think I counted. There have been three people actually. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, two people who had CT scans, and I promised myself I. It's a cool move, but I'm not going to use it. No, no, no. Yeah, that's a horrible move too, because of brain damage. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. No, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my noggin. Let's put it that. No, way. That, yeah, right. That's your that's your money maker right there, man. Yeah, that, that is definitely like something. Do you like the baby faces or the heels better? I like the heels because you can do anything when you're a heel. Oh yes, yes, my guy. I love the heels yeah. too because you know it's kind of funny. You want to be the heels, I think sometimes. Right. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, because it's uh, with, with the baby space, you can do so much. You know, you can't really go off on like like a tangent and and and, ta- and attack anybody you want to. That's that's the best that's the heel job. You know. You know, I think some some characters have improved because of their heel character. Case in point, Sami Zayn. Right. I exactly. hate him as a baby face. Hated him. Right. Yeah. But now his heel character, love it. Great. Yeah. Because- love him. Love him yeah. as a heel. Yeah, because with heroes, they could say and do anything you want to and, you know, get away with it, you know. Definitely, but, man. Now, what about women? Who's your favorite re- women's wrestler? Now or back then? Both. Uh, now has to be, oh, no, that's a good question. Back then, it was Sunny or Trish Stratus. Now, it's, I think it's got to be uh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Okay. Yeah. You like yeah. her? Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. They're- oh, no, I need to watch Shotzi Blackheart, but I haven't had the time to. Yeah, they're both on NXT. They're both great wrestlers. Awesome. Great. Yeah. My favorite is, but for women back then, it's Lita. 
I Guido, Guido. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I named one of my uh, dogs after her too, but the other dog is named after her. Oh, oh yeah, her. okay. Yeah. And then yeah. for now, it has to be Becky Lynch as the man. Right. Always. The man 24-7. Yeah, I've, I, so, I think, I'm always for WrestleMania. <laughs> I think she's scheduled her return sometime soon because she's been out for a while because she had a baby, right? Yep. And I'm excited to see her come back. Yeah. Absolutely. Now let's yeah. talk about WrestleMania here. What is like your favorite WrestleMania match of all time? <sighs> it's got to be the Randy Savage versus Ricky Dragon Steamboat. I, I think that's WrestleMania three. Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. That's like the best match ever. I don't really dig the Andre versus Hogan. I think that was the second best, but the first best on that card was Macho Man uh-huh. versus Steamboat for sure. For me, it, that's a hard one because I have a lot of favorite WrestleMania matches. Yeah, but I have to go with like my current one. That's Seth Rollins versus Cesaro at the recent WrestleMania. That they put on a show. Let me tell you, Cesaro is, is is incredibly stupid strong too. I want him. I want him to be pushed. They keep saying push him. <laughs> yeah. He needs yeah. to be pushed. Right, hundred percent. He was good with Sheamus during during the bar. Yeah, you know, acting the bar. I don't oh, know yeah. why I didn't look him up. Maybe one got got injured or something. One got yeah, Seamus got injured. Oh yeah, yeah, because he had the injury for like several months. Then yeah, I think he got hit like with the knee or something. Now um, what about just the match as a whole? Like not WrestleMania match, maybe just a match. What's my favorite match? Yeah. Although I don't like him very much now or ever, um, I do find Randy Orton's matches awesome too. Cause I just love the RKO. You love that's the RKO? That's the Oh yeah, that's moves. probably one of the best wrestling moves of all time. Yeah. I'll tell you that. mine. Mine is Undertaker versus Mankind at not the not not the Hell in a Cell. That's okay. my dad's favorite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But it's actually in your house, buried alive. Ooh, nice, buried alive match, right? Yeah, that was my favorite because yeah. five reasons. It was in Indy, believe it or not. That's a fun fact for you. There, right. That pay per view was in Indianapolis. Two, right. it gives something new to the fans, like something new they haven't seen before. Three. It kind of changed it because think about it. After that match, in my opinion, they went all out after that for other yeah. stuff. And then four, it was because of the characters and just how they shifted. Five, yeah. it was something called what I call a basic hardcore match. Now, I like hardcore matches. Those are my favorite type when they get hit with barbed wire and stuff. Right. But this was kind of like a basic hardcore match. It had its moments, definitely. But there was no, like, big, like, barbed wire, or, like, that stuff. And I kind of dug that. It was kind of really basic, and it was kind of nice. Yeah, because after the um, Bear to Light match, you saw some some weird matches. You saw, like, like a... I don't know what it's called, but it's uh, where they said the ring on fire with during the Kane and Undertaker match. Yeah, they even did that with the Fiend recently. Yeah, right. They had this one weird match called the the dumpster match. I don't know if you remember it. Yep, I remember that. But it was with Foley and Chainsaw Charlie versus the New uh, Age Outlaws. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird match, dude. Yeah, that was a one and one. That and, was a weird match. Now I gotta ask you too. What do you think of the Fiend? The Fiend was good when they when he first came out. When I know now they like let me put it this way before they put him down basically. Right. Yeah. It's kind of weird now because uh, when he got burned, you know, his whole body got burned. Like the next week, he was he was scar free, and I'm like, how does that happen? You can't. <laughs> Can't magically get rid of your burn. The fiend, I you love know? the fiend. The fiend's awesome. When he hits right. his sister Abigail, he starts to yells like, Rah! "Yeah!" Rah! To me, that's just yeah. really cool when right. he screams like that. It's like a dark scream. It's like, "Whoa!" I love this. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I think they were trying to build him up as the new Undertaker, but you can't do that. The Undertaker. No, you can't. I wish they could have done something with it instead of trying to build him like the Undertaker. Right. Yeah, but. But I do love his theme music. His theme music is a very... Let me in. 
It's a clockwork orange. No, it's it's, it's code orange. Old code orange. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, they're 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 an awesome band. I know they played Alistair Black's theme whenever he came in uh, during NXT pay per view. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Alistair Black's theme. I'll be honest. I don't know oh. why. I've never yeah. been. My I favorite love theme is the, is what my favorite theme is probably Randy Orton's. That was that the first theme or the second theme because he had two good themes. Oh, yeah, the voices. Um, the voices. I hear voices in my oh, head. Okay. The one now. Yeah. Yeah. That one's bad. That uh, burner light. That burner light one stunk really bad. I'll really? You think so? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was. I thought it's. I think it's that it's a little bit better than than uh than the voices one. He's had the voices one forever in a day. You know. It just doesn't. It didn't fit Randy in my opinion. The voices just fits Orton. Okay. Right. Not, yeah. In my yeah. Opinion. That, that's true. It does, it does fit him because I guess it's like hearing voices, but right before he goes to RKO, you know. And it could work, and it could work too. Now, James, we I'm going to ask you to meet yourself one more time because we're going to hear about Perfection Autoglass. Then we got some fun. We're going to do some kind of fun here. Perfection Autoglass is the largest independent autoglass company in the state of Indiana, serving Bloomington, Fishers, Terre Haute, Greenwood, Anderson, and Muncie. They specialize in all aspects of autoglass repair and replacement on everything from domestic and import vehicles, RVs, heavy trucks, and equipment repairing glass, outside mirrors, windows, regulators, and motors. Perfection Autoglass has trained and certified technicians that calibrate the camera attached to your windshield to ensure your lane departure warning and ADS safety features are working properly. Their staff has more than 100 years of combined experience and uses only uses the highest quality glass and sealants in the industry. If your windshield or windows are damaged in any way, just have them replace it or repair as soon as possible for the safety of you and your loved ones. They offer both in-shop and mobile services as well as same-day service. Perfection Autoglass works directly with all insurance companies and their staff is committed to the highest level of quality service and attention to details that customers have come to expect. They understand that getting your vehicle back on the road as soon as possible is important to you. You can visit them online at perfectionautoglassindiana.com to learn more about their services and for a free quote, which I think is kind of cool, by the way, may I add. But anyway, please call Perfection Autoglass for any and all your autoglass needs. All right, folks, and we're back, and please check them out because they are perfect. All right, so James, I think I thought of this. We're going to play a game, actually, believe it or not. I, I love games. Oh, I bet. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play five seconds of a song from my phone of my choice. We're going to do five of them. If you get three out of the five correct, I'll give you a free Autism Rocks and Rolls merchandise of your choosing. Nice. Oh, it's, that'd be hard. Okay, because there's millions of songs, dude. Oh, for oh. some are going to be some Let's might be it. easy, some might be hard. I'm not, I'm, and I'm randomly right. selecting them. Oh no! Hopefully, you don't have a lot of songs on there. <laughs> oh, oh I do. Do. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, here, here we yeah, go. Here we go. Okay. Here's your first one. Okay. All right, so that's James Brown. I feel good. Yep, that's one. Yes, sir. Yes. You're correct. Ding, ding, ding. I'm on target. Yes, sir. And some might be wrestling too. I forgot to mention. That. I don't know if it will be, but just letting you know. Perfect. I love any kind of wrestling music, man. Jim Johnson's a genius when he did that. When when he got hired. Good luck with this one. Right now. Oh no, that's the country guy, right? It's possibly country. Oh, uh, that's that's that wasn't over the meme thing. That was a big meme. Uh, is that Jake Owen? Eh, it's Blocko Brown. No, okay, okay. Well, well, I thought it was Jake Owen for some reason. I you don't want, know here, why. I'll get. Here's your aunt. It's it's Block Brown the Get Up. Okay. So yeah. that's you got one right. This is your yeah. third. This is the third one. Okay. This is one of my favorites. 
Oh, honey, honey, you are my candy girl. Is that the fucking candy girl? Yeah, sugar, sugar. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll accept. I'll accept it. You got. You got. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking out on the actual dance name. Your, your but second. I, but I do you know got that your second one right. This is your fourth one. Okay. Is that Jane and Jackson? Nope. No. Mm. Don't know. It nope. is the Rock Steady by the Whispers. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever heard them before. Hmm. A new one. Yeah. Check them out. All right. Okay. Now the pressure's yeah. on, buddy. This Uh-oh, is the final Final countdown. Not, 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 not. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. I think I found the perfect one. Let's do it. Okay, so I can safely say that I do not know that song. Oh, you don't know it? Don't I'll know. tell you what. I'll give you a skip because I'm a because I'm a good guy. I'll give you a skip. All right. So, so this is the only skip I'm giving. So who was that? It was Blake. It was Blake Shelton, God's Country. Okay. I've heard that song before. My man, I should have known that one. Should have known it. I'll ask you if you know the author at least to help give you a little hint. I'll do okay. for this one. Do you know Eminem? Yes. Okay. Let me yes. try to find the appropriate one. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know him. Yeah. The very- is that appropriate? We'll try another one. Okay. What about Flo Rida? I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Welcome to my house. Right. Is that my house? Yep. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. You yeah. get you get the free Autism Rocks and Rolls merchandise. We have, you can get a bracelet mask. We'll talk about it after the interview. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Now, James, I'm going to wrap up here because these are, these next five questions, they're just for fun, really. Okay. So, so right. my first one is, what's your like favorite food or paradise meal? And why is it your favorite? Mm, sushi. Sushi. I've always had the love for sushi. We have had the, there's a place called Tsunami down the road that has a, Perfect sushi. All right. What about sushi is good in here? Is it like just like the texture of it? Is it like how do you envision sushi? Like what is sushi to you? Like what's to be on sushi? Sushi to me is a heaven and heaven in the bites. Got right. it. So now what's your favorite movie or TV show? And why do you like it? Friday. The movie with Ice Cube. Uh, that's the that's one of the funniest movies in, in the world. And I just love it to death. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is uh Forrest Gump. You ever watched that before? That's a good movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's one of my favorites of all time. But yeah, Friday, I really will have to check that out. So actually, yeah. for all our people, can you describe what it's about a little bit? Like give a brief sneak peek. Uh, Friday is the, uh, okay, so it's with Craig. And I follow Craig through the day because he got laid off that morning. And his, and his, and his uh, friend Smokey and him getting some, to some trouble with, with the guy named Worm. And they're trying to come up with $200 in order to to pay him back with now what is your favorite vacation that you ever taken in your lifetime and why'd you enjoy that vacation very much bush gardens and whenever my, um I, I think it was in the in the late 80s um me and my mom and dad and my sister went to bush gardens and there we saw like countless concerts you know because um countless country concerts i saw um like barman mandrill and, jo- and johnny cash alabama the Oak Ridge boys and i just love country to death and that was did you fun. hug connie did you hug him <laughs> Did you like Johnny Cash? No, no. You, you know what? I don't even remember, remember seeing him, but my mom told me that I did see him perform live, but I can't oh. remember. So, yeah. yeah. Trust so. your parents. They know better. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Believe plus, me, like, I think, I think they're I'm telling like you the truth. And a plus I'm like nine, you know, I'm 41 now. So, you know, memory, you know, is kind of weighing down on me so far. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Now, James... This is the final question. Are there any good memories that you want to tell our viewers about? If you do, why do you remember the memory the most? Now, before you answer, I want like a good memory that made you just feel good. 
and a funny memory that made you fall on the floor. And the good and the funny could be with the recording. It could be with your family. Your call, you want to answer it, man. Well, the, the funniest memories are are the ones now because I have I, I I have a friend called his name is John, and him and I always play WWE uh, 2K19, and that game is so glitched out that it, it makes like funny funny memories on that game. Uh, what was the funniest glitch? Uh, the funniest glitch is where I, I I was a wrestler and I kicked his wrestler, and his wrestler just skyrocketed up in the air and never came down. And we laughed for hours on that one. It's so bad. It's such a bad game, and it's so fun. Yeah, you're like, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> and his wrestler never never came back down. We I know like, that sounds. I guess you just wrestle up here. I just punch him when you're, when you're, I guess, visibly. And you can be like, uh. And then he's not there anymore. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but that was my uh, funniest memory. Yeah. I have a funny memory too, like that too. My, I had that when I was playing a video game, except his head was literally between his legs and he was looking at his butt. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. kidding when I say that. And his crotch. So. It's so horrible the way that, that these uh, video game makers make games now. It's hilarious. And what was the good one? I remember. The times with my aunt Molly, um, she passed away some t- some time ago. But those were the memories that I remember the most because she was she had a fun fun loving soul, and she did anything that I wanted to, and uh, it's just a good time, you know. And she introduced me to the Beatles, so the Beatles, the whole catalog will will remain a place in my heart forever, you know. Thanks That's for good. Her. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. Now what? Now when you heard about the Beatles, what did your like? What were your thoughts when your aunt showed you them? Did you love them at first? Did you like them? Did you like man? Aunt, this is okay, or no? I I pretty much loved him when I first heard him because my mom really loved Elvis, so I got introduced to him through my mom. I got introduced to the Beatles through my aunt Molly. Um, but yeah, I instantly fell in love with the Beatles. You know, I think Sweet. Rubber Soul was the first album that I've ever heard from them. Now that's awesome, man. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I I, I like one of their the Beatles songs it's called "Come Together." That's probably yeah. a good one. Yes. I mean, that's why my only Beatles I enjoy. I'm not a big fan of the Beatles, but right. unless you're talking to Beetlejuice, then that's a whole new thing. But... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That's right. Well, James, I think that's all. Is there any closing remarks you'd like to say or anything you want to promote before we head out of here? Yeah. So I got a few places where you can go for us. You can go to our website, which is www.whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook on facebook.com, WWF. As podcast, or you can find us on Instagram. Just type in when words fill podcast, you'll see us right there. That's where you can get in contact with us most of the time. It's on Instagram. Uh, so that's where we post brand new stuff co- coming down, and you know, everything's right there. All right. And with that, James, I think that's said. Don't worry. And you'll be also promoting Autism Rocks and Rolls too, because Autism Rocks and Rolls supports when words fail, music speak. That's this has been all, folks, and you all have a great day, including Thank you, James. All right, man. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please tune in for another episode coming very soon. Holy joy, listen to me ramble. Thank you very much. <laughs>